You're listening to The Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ebony May. And I'm Jordan, Ebony's boyfriend. And Jordan has no idea what we're talking about today. No clue. This will be going live on the 30th of December, and I thought that it would be nice to talk about goals. And I want to talk about it not in the way that probably a lot of people are hearing about it, because I want to talk about the power of adaptation, which we both know very well. I know that at the start of the year, you had your blackboard, you had written up all of your goals. Yeah. So talk to me about that process and how did you personally navigate? Some of those goals were actually elite. Like if you had done them, you would have been breaking the law. So tell me about <laughs> well, it. Yeah, some of my goals at the start of the year. So at our staff Christmas party last year, we did a um, Chris Kringle. And the present that I ended up getting was a blackboard week. And it, it was just a... It's one like from, a felt board, I think. Yeah. You, you poke one from the letters in. You poke letters in. You see it like people might have it. A lot of um, cafes have it and that's what they have their menu on or sometimes people have it in their room and it's got like motivational or you can stick photos onto it. Mm. So it's pretty much a pin board. And for 2020, I thought I'd put, oh, I think it was about seven or eight goals up there. So one of them was... Do you know vis- them off by heart? Uh, I know most of them. So one of them was read 10 books, which I smashed that. I think I got that done within January. One of them was visit a new state. Visit a new uh, country, watch five live sports, do a fun run. I feel like what you've done this year is, is quite admirable because I know that you did have those goals and a mm. lot of them, like you said, you haven't been able to do. But I do feel like this is symbolic of a lot of other years in a lot of other people's lives where life happens and then you sort of you cross that goal off. Mm. Whereas it's really important, I think, it, like obviously we've had a global pandemic, so it's been a lot harder to do these types of things, but it still is does signify a lot of, you know, life happens, things happen, like people die, you know, you might get sick, this might happen, that might happen, might break your leg, like a lot of things happen. So I think the power, people don't talk about when they're setting goals, the flexibility of it. And it's not flexibility in like settling, it's not flexibility in the way that you're not going to actually achieve that goal. But what yeah. I want to talk about is how you made a lot of those things kind of still happen well, yeah, without it wasn't, doing them. And it wasn't the goals themselves that weren't amazing. Like I don't have to visit a new country to think on, that I'm exploring. Yeah. Um, so in 2020, rather than visiting a new country or visiting a new state, mm-hmm. that goal was really about exploring or finding something different. I was able to explore Melbourne in ways that I wasn't able to. With that five kilometre radius, I'd go for a walk every day and find somewhere new. What's available to you at the time, you can still achieve those goals. They're just, they're going to look a tiny bit different. And then obviously the other one we had, well, you had the goal to do a fun run. Yes. And what do we do instead? Yeah. So rather than that typical fun run where you arrive on the day at 10 o'clock in the morning, there's you and a couple of hundred other people, you get a special top and, and you fundraise for a, usually fun runs are, are fundraisers for certain. Yeah, different charity organisations. Different charity organisations. I can't think of any at the moment. Um, maybe we can a lot a of few ones in. for cancer. And yeah, Cancer Cancel. Yeah, I know Carmen's do the, the Pink Woman. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so lots of things like that. Ours so, was for dementia awareness. And uh-huh. I think in that three weeks, I, I looked at my board and saw that I had fun run up there. 
and I knew of a lot of people who were doing the fun run within the five kilometers, but they do it by themselves or with their partner who lives with them. Yeah, so and, I said and, to Ed, and virtually. So people were doing a lot on their was it walk, walk or run remembrance or remember walk or run yeah. through Dementia Australia. I, I saw an opportunity to right. Well, I might not be able to do a fun run in the typical sense. It's still a fun run. It's still exercise. It's still raising awareness. Ours was for Dementia Australia. And it's still challenging yourself. So I was able to change that goal and uh, put it into a different light, experience it that way. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, like I said, you don't really, when you're setting goals, you don't plan for other things to happen. Yeah. It would have been very easy for me to get to the end of the year, you know, October or November, look at my board and, and change say, the zero to a one and say, I'll do it next year. Yeah. And, and easily say, right, out of all these things, I've actually achieved zero, which when you look at the board. I, ha- I didn't achieve any of them, but I was able to alter them and do something different that's just as rewarding, just as challenging, and just as exciting. Um, and this has been awesome practice for you because in the future, when you do hit a roadblock, hopefully we never hit one as extravagant as this, mm. you will be able to use this experience to be able to pivot and and adapt to those circumstances to still feel satisfaction within your goal. And the other thing is that a lot of the times when we think about goal setting, I think people are really attached to that one goal. You can still get that sense of achievement and what you want out of it, but perhaps you don't get to parade around and say, I did X, Y, Z. But for me, if that's what you're like, if you just want this to achieve this, achieve this goal as a badge of honor, then perhaps you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and I think yeah. a lot of yours was personal satisfaction and you got that through other ways. Like you didn't go to another state, but you did explore a part that you you no longer even lived there. So it's awesome that you got to do that. But yeah, it's one of those years where nothing went to plan. So rather than saying this was a failed year, I didn't get what I needed to be done. What I wanted to be done, you need to look at it and say, right, what did I do? I think that's really important. What look at look at twenty twenty as what did I do? What did I get done? I think we get stuck in a toxic wheel of self optimization when really twenty twenty was about self preservation. You know, if you've gotten through twenty twenty standing it's been a really tough year for a lot of people my industry was completely shut down and that was quite taxing like on my mental health it was very stressful I know people who own gyms and that was definitely a lot more stressful for them Mm. um so yeah what what did you do and when in the future when you do face adversity instead of having that mindset which you didn't instead of having the mindset of thinking you know I can't do this think what can I do okay I can't do this this way what can I do and instead of approaching things with a closed and fixed mindset approach it with an open mindset do you have any tips for goal setting for 2021? Thank you for asking. I have three. Um, okay, so number one is to aim high, but believe that you can do it. What does that mean though? So I feel like we're either on one end or the other. So if we're, we're setting a goal that's really, really low, just so we can cross it off. It right. might be, it might, it's like when you do a to-do list, right? Mm. And one of them is make the bed. Yeah. And it might be good for momentum, right? If your first goal is something that you know you can definitely do that's maybe a little bit easy, maybe that's good. But don't make your whole goal list super, super, super easy and manageable. I think you need to aim high. And why I say still believe it is because I think that if you don't believe that you can achieve it, then that's an issue there. I think it needs to be within reach or at least a little bit, tiny bit out of reach, like stepladder kind of out of reach, but not excavator kind of out of reach. Yeah. I think that that's a good balance. Do you do you agree? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think set a, a wide range of goals. Set yourself easy goals. Set yourself medium goals. Set yourself goals that push you out of your comfort zone, and then set yourself goals that you know you're just not going to like. 
Well, and how boring is it though? If you look at your goal list mm. for that year, how much personal satisfaction are you really going to get if you know that you didn't really have to work hard for it? Yeah, and if you look at that list begrudgingly mm. and you know that you're going to hate every single one, um, you're less likely to do it. So set yourself a list, make sure there's something in there enjoyable, congratulate yourself and award, reward yourself throughout the whole process whenever you get something done, but then go, right, I've got my reward, on to the next one. Start off small and get to the big ones. Number two is know your why and make sure that it's strong and aligned with your values. Yeah, I think this is a good one. Um, if you want to do something, think of why do you want to do it? If it's because your friends told you or because your parents pressured you into it or you feel like everyone else is doing it, therefore you need to do it, then that's probably not a good enough reason to do it. No. No, see, if you set yourself a goal, so for example, if your goal is to travel in 2021, is it to explore new places? Is it to learn something new about yourself or about the history of another country? Or is it just so that you've got fresh Instagram pics? If it's the Instagram pics or if it's to impress someone or to make yourself look good, you know, to friends and family, then it's probably not the best reason. And it's probably not going to happen if your goals, if you're setting these huge goals that aren't really aligned with you and aren't strong, then you probably won't get there. I think the reason you keep going and the reason you push through when things get hard is because you want it like hard enough. Mm. But if your why isn't strong, you don't want it hard enough. And the other thing in terms of alignment, I think you're right. You can get so caught up by other people, by what they want to do. And I think it's important to acknowledge what you want to do and something your friends are doing might not align with your values. And it's really important. If you haven't done any work with your values, I highly recommend it because it um, gives you the ability to pick and choose the things that you do and make sure that you're living in alignment. And I did a motivation about alignment. So go back and listen to that if you want to know more about alignment. Number three, make sure the process is enjoyable and fun, but have an idea of what step to take first, just the next step. So I feel like I don't like when people make it too serious, like you want to enjoy the process. Mm. You don't need to know from start to finish everything you're going to do. You need yeah. to know the what. You don't know, need to know the exact how, but you need to empower yourself with knowing at least the next step. If you want to start a business, you don't have to know a whole full business plan, but maybe your first thing, the first thing you do is Google, how do I register an ABN? And I think the overwhelm will dissipate when you just focus on the next stair in the staircase. When yeah. you're at the bottom of the staircase and you look at the top, that's really overwhelming. But if yeah. you just look at the next step, the next step, the next step, that's going to be a lot more achievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to look up and make sure you still look at that next step and get there. They're probably my best three tips, I would say. Let's talk about New Year's resolutions. What is your relationship? What do you think about New Year's resolutions? Do you set them? No, not really. I don't think I've ever set a New Year's resolution. New Year's goals, maybe. Like I think, something that, I think that they're you kind wanna... of the same. Yeah. I know yeah, that some maybe. resolutions are like, I'm going to be sober, but you yeah. can also have, I'm going to be more active this year. And perhaps that's a little bit more vague, but they are goals. Like I view resolutions and goals as the same thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and yeah, I guess if you do say it like that. So if I have a New Year's resolution or a New Year's goal, I try and make it something that I know that I really want to achieve and that I know is achievable and that I can set targets for. So if you say something like, for my New Year's resolution is to save more money, that's great, but what does that mean? Like how much do you want to save? What do you want to save it for? How long are you going to spend on saving it? If that means not going out for dinner once in January, that's not really a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. That's just you saying, oh, I haven't had, I've spent heaps of money. 
uh, the last few weeks. I'm going to be a tight ass for a few weeks going forward. Yeah. Yeah, and if it's to lose weight um, or something like that, which a lot of people do, you know, get healthier, um, lose fat, gain muscle, whatever it is, don't just sign up to a gym and expect it to stop there. Know that it's going to be a long process and say to yourself, I'm going to take steps for the next few months to get this done. You know, it's very easy for your New Year's resolution to dissipate because it's not something that you're ready to um, put in front of yourself or ready to achieve. So if it's failed in the past, don't do the exact same steps. Try something different. So perhaps look at your resolution as that overarching goal, that that concept, for example, yeah. it is to get healthier, but then set those goals to last the whole year so that you know where to go next and those steps. Like yeah. maybe joining the gym is the first step, but don't make it the last because actually going, maybe you see a PT every now and then. Mm. Maybe you go and see a nutritionist to get that on track. Like I think, yeah, I have that overarching concept. I've been doing a little bit of research on New Year's resolutions because personally, I really enjoy them. I think it's nice. I set goals um, around my birthday. I set goals at the start of the year, but I also set goals all the time. Mm. But I think it is nice to reflect on the year that you've had so then you can sort of set the resolutions for the next year, if that makes sense. But I did find that a study by researchers at Scranton University found that only 19% of individuals keep their resolutions and most are abandoned by mid-January. Yeah. Which is what well, everyone knows that I feel like that's a that's a fact. I I, I resolution it's more a bit, than nineteen percent. Yeah, it's a bit of a joke that your New Year's resolution only works for two weeks. The big one is I'm not going to drink. Yeah, that's not going to last. And if you say that while you're hungover, then it's not a realistic expectation. Yeah, and so I thought about that, and I think are we better off setting goals at a different time then? Yeah. If we're setting them at the start of the year, and this is why I think it is because if you set a goal in July, right? Say it is, I want to stop drinking. Mm. Not that this is, this is just a random example. I want to stop drinking. You set it in July and then you end up drinking in August. You can sort of just get back on the horse. Yeah. Whereas if you have set it for January, I think you're more likely to jump off the wagon completely because you haven't completed the whole perfect year. Yeah. Do you yep. get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, oh, I'll try it again next year. So I was looking into this and I found a quote from an article on Simplicity Habit uh, by Juliana Poplin. So she was talking about the idea that it's not just New Year's when you can set goals and that now, as in now, anytime in the present, is the best time to set goals. Mm. She said, there's nothing different or special about January 1st. Now is always the best time to set new goals, regardless of when now is. It could be that your life circumstances change or you have a realization that things aren't going the way you'd like them to. You don't need to wait to make adjustments. There are also literal changes in seasons that can help you feel a fresh start is coming. And that's another thing. So it might be birthday. It might be you're going to a new season. There's a lot of times to set goals. So if you feel like this insane pressure to set a bunch of goals, Maybe only set a few and then work out when it is best because I do think a lot of us, well, obviously only 19% of us who set those goals at the start of the year will actually achieve them. So I think the other thing to mention there is don't go all or nothing. Don't go cold turkey because if you do, like I said, you'll break that perfect record. You know, it's so satisfying to get to the end of December and then think, oh my goodness, I've done it. And I know when I was younger, myself and um, another friend who I actually met through Metagundi, we were going to th- go through the whole year without eating Hungry Jack's, KFC or McDonald's. Which is just unrealistic. Well, I did it. But she had, in January, the end of January, she had McDonald's. And then she thought, oh, well, I've ruined it. So then she stopped it. And that's the exact point that I'm making. Yeah. You feel the need to kind of sweep the board. Like you feel the need to do it all, all at once. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably another tip. But I thought that was really, really interesting. 
this is where we're going to wrap it up. I want to send you a lot of love for the new year. We won't be speaking to you until 2021, which is really exciting. Thank you so much to those who have supported the podcast and listened to the podcast. We appreciate it. Please make sure you keep sharing. And if you know someone who struggles with resolutions and goals, please send them this episode so they can listen. And until the next episode, I wish you happiness. And real health.